0: Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. At least they didn't hit you. Have you ever heard those words? Well, at least it wasn't physical abuse. You're trying to explain to someone what you've been through. You're trying to explain the situation, the feelings, the thoughts. Covert, emotional and psychological abuse is incredibly difficult to explain and you're trying to find the right words even as the words are coming out of your mouth you recognize that you sound petty and trivial almost embarrassed at your own words and they respond with well at least they didn't hit you wow this is yet another hit to your stomach and today i want to ask you something Is there anyone here listening to this podcast right now as a victim of covert narcissistic abuse that can honestly tell me that this abuse is not physical? I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Emotional abuse, psychological abuse, verbal abuse, covert abuse, spiritual abuse, All of these different types of abuse where the abuser never lays a single hand on you. But I'm telling you right here and right now that these types of abuse absolutely have a very real and undeniable physical effect. You see, your body is a chemical factory. It's made up of many chemical substances, mostly known as hormones, and these substances act like messengers throughout your body. You have this network of glands and organs all through your body that produce these chemicals and hormones. This system is called the endocrine system. Well, these hormones are triggered by the events that are going on in your life and by your reactions to these events. We've talked about some of this here before when we've talked about the fight or flight response. When you are under threat, your system floods with adrenaline and cortisol. These hormones wreak all sorts of havoc inside of you, creating real problems inside of you when you are not running for your life from a bear. Some of these problems are the inability to concentrate, to think straight, to focus, excessive fatigue, weight loss, weight gain, inability to sleep, insomnia, Joint pain, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, constipation and other IBS issues, headaches, the loss of bone density. When your hormones are off, you are off and the results are incredibly physical. Disruptions in your hormones change the way you think, feel, and act. These imbalances make you more vulnerable to conditions such as anxiety and depression, even psychosis, but they also make you vulnerable to physical issues, arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, cancer, and so on. Repeated negative thoughts and repeated high stress levels cause our bodies to release these stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline over and over. And these hormones have that very physical effect on your body. It's very real and sometimes quite devastating. I've said it before, the effect of these hormones creates an environment inside of you that is the right condition for serious physical issues. You see, I kind of think of it like a tornado watch. A tornado watch is a warning that the conditions are right for severe weather and possibly tornadoes. It doesn't mean that it's here right now it simply means that the conditions are right so please stay alert well are the conditions right inside of you for that tornado do we need to have some alarm system going off that's the tornado warning or the tornado watch what we do that's our body but we quit listening to it it's time to stay alert and make some changes So, when you are telling your story, you know, of your husband or wife yelling at you, cursing at you, punching a hole in the wall, throwing something at you, and someone says, Well, at least they didn't hit you, please remember that your body is responding in the exact same way as if they had hit you. You may not have a bruise from a punch, but the internal world of your body is responding the same way. You are still flooded with the stress hormones, and internally traumatized. It's a very physical reaction. Well, now let's look at even more subtle types of abuse. Maybe they're not yelling at you, not cursing at you. Maybe they're not punching holes in the wall or throwing something. Instead, they are treating you with contempt, disdain, dismissiveness, intolerance, We're not talking about a stranger on the street or someone you've never met. You know, comments from strangers, they're easy to brush off. You can just, you know, kind of say, well, they're no threat to me and they don't really know me. So it's easy to brush those off. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about your spouse or we're talking about a close family member, someone you trust, someone you love, someone that you believe loves you. Someone whose words you tend to listen to and tend to believe, whose opinion you value, and who you think has your best interest at heart. So their contempt towards you releases those same crushing chemicals in your body as though they were punching holes in a wall or punching you. The same stress hormones are involved here. Again, the reaction in you is very physical. As your body floods with cortisol and adrenaline, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure jumps, your stomach nose dives, your breathing gets shallow, your muscles get tight, your body gets sweaty. There is nothing non-physical about the effects of this abuse. In fact, these effects can linger for hours and days. They pile up for weeks, months, years, and decades. And in fact, when they pile up for those, ling- those hours and days, they only settle down just in time for the next cycle of abuse to show up again. We're not talking about a one-off here. We're talking about repeated behavior. The effects of PTSD are extremely physical. Dizziness, nausea, hypertension, headaches, high blood pressure, fatigue, IBS and other intestinal issues, high blood sugar, muscle weakness. The list goes on and on. This is internal physical abuse. It turns the inside of your body into a war zone, into that tornado watch. So what effects has this abuse had on you? I want you to really reflect on this. Where is this showing up inside your body? With these effects being so physical, part of the healing must be physical as well. Let's start with simply taking care of you. If you were injured from a car accident, let's say all the injuries were just you know, only internally. But if you were injured in that car accident, you would take care of you, right? Well, treat this that way. You have experienced a tornado inside of you. And in fact, not just one. Many. These tornadoes have left damage behind. Picture demolished neighborhoods, uprooted homes, twisted trees. Now picture that damage inside of you. It's time to let your insides rest. Give your mind a break. Take breaks from the constant thinking. Be purposeful about finding shelter within yourself. You want an immediate way to settle your mind down? So this neat little trick that I read about a while back, ask yourself, I wonder what my next thought will be. It's so simple. That little question right there, it's like your mind just stops. Your mind becomes like the shy coot who doesn't know what to say. It's an incredibly effective way to put a halt to the overthinking. It might be a short effect, especially at first, and that's fine. So do this often throughout the day. It's like putting the pause button on your mind. Now, can you find where the damage is inside your body? Where are you feeling the results of this abuse? Uh, In the head with headaches, trouble concentrating? In the stomach with IBS and maybe frequent bouts of nausea? in the shoulders with tension and stiffness, wherever it is, it's time to focus some real rest and healing right there. If it's in your head, like I said, take a break from all the thinking. If your ankle is hurt, you let it rest so you can heal. Now, you might add to it some very specific exercises, such as physical therapy. You might use heat and ice as appropriate. You might even add some bengay or icy hot. Well, if your mind is hurt, first step is let it rest. Stop thinking. Even a few seconds is a good start. But then you might add some very specific exercises. Meditation, visualization, even purposeful thinking to develop new habitual patterns. Every time I ruminate over the past, maybe I will turn my thinking to learning a new language that I want to learn. Have something specific and when you catch yourself ruminating, have a plan. You can add some supplemental vitamins, herbs, essential oils, and so on also to aid in this healing, but focus on healing those wounds in a physical way. If your stomach is hurt, if that's where this is playing out, again, let it rest. Fasting is a great way to give your stomach a break from the constant churn of processing food and mixed in with all the hormones and the stress. Avoid problematic foods, ones that you know will fire up your system. At least for a while, if it's your favorite food, okay, fine. But for a while, give your stomach that time to rest. Eat on a regular schedule and focus on more gentle foods. Again, supplementing with vitamins, fiber, probiotics, all of these are good choices, especially during this time. My point here is be specific about the physical part of your healing. What about your shoulders? Are they stiff and sore with all the tension? I know mine are. I pay for it big time in my shoulders. That's where a lot of this sits, and it's incredibly common to hold stress in the shoulders. It takes its toll on you, causing headaches and neck pain. Shoulder stretches are extremely helpful with these tight shoulders. Shrugging your shoulders, doing shoulder rolls, arm swings. You can find plenty of ideas on the internet these days, but please do not underestimate the power of simple stretching. Exercises. If you are trying to heal from covert narcissistic abuse and you are feeling stuck, guess what? You are stuck. You are stuck inside of a body that has been physically abused and damaged. It's time to take care of that body. Tend to it with grace and with care. It's so easy to overlook the physical symptoms that we are facing, thinking, you know, well, they're not that big of a deal, or if I just ignore them, they'll go away on their own. No, they won't. You've got to put some effort into this. You need healing emotionally, mentally, and psychologically, yes. But do not overlook the physical aspect too. If you are trying to heal emotionally and your body is one giant knot of stress and hypertension, you're just not going to get very far. This physical healing is extremely important. Your own healing will be far easier and in fact more effective if your body is relaxed and open to it. You know, we may find it easier to be understanding of someone who's been physically abused when they try to take time for themselves. You know, if they've been physically, you know, abused or sexually molested or attacked, and it's easy to say, hey, you need to take some time and let your body heal. And for some reason, you know, we don't seem to do that with the emotional abuse that we've been through. We can give them that, that space for healing with great compassion and sympathy, But when we are going through emotional abuse, we seem to think that we should just, you know, we need to pull our act together. I just need to be stronger. I need to be mature enough to handle this. I need to be able to move on. As victims of covert narcissistic abuse, we are quite used to doing massive amounts of work and we can easily fall into that trap yet again. But I'm telling you, it's time to let yourself rest. It's time to take care of you. When someone says to you, well, at least they didn't hit you and it wasn't physical abuse, just ask yourself, is this really not physical? Take an assessment of the physical effects this abuse has had on you. It sure feels physical to me. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at renee, R-E-N-E-E at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are C N G as in covert narcissism group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. The information provided by Renee Swanson and the Covert Narcissism Podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used for diagnosis purposes and not intended to be a substitute for clinical care. Please consult a healthcare provider for guidance specific to your case. This material discusses narcissism in general. It does not claim that any specific person has narcissism and should not be used to refer to any specific person as having narcissism. Permission is not granted to link to or repost this material to support an allegation or a claim that any specific person is a narcissist. That would be an unauthorized misuse of the material and information provided.